0: want to live a high vibe life with radiant energy levels juicy sexual vitality and have great success manifesting abundance in your life welcome to the sexual kung fu podcast where we dive deep into sexual mastery and how to use sexual energy to magnetize your ideal life all right welcome everyone happy thursday I'm Jonathan White. I'm here to help you master your sexual energy so you can manifest your ideal life. And today we're going to be uh, talking about sexual mastery. So obviously this is something I've become quite passionate about in that, you know, <clears throat> our sexual energy and our sexuality is it's one of our core experiences as humans. Our sexual energy is our core creative energy it's what gives us the ability to create to reproduce ourselves to connect and working with this energy is really what gives us the power to create the life that we want right but the problem for most of us you know the problem for men especially is that our our experience and our expression of sexuality has been very distorted from a young age and we have a lot of discomfort around sexuality. We have a lot of discomfort and trauma and blockages around this aspect of our being. Most men are actually entirely missing out on their sexual experiences. I started to realize as I developed my training in sexual Kung Fu that when I was having sex earlier in my life, I wasn't even really present with what was happening. I wasn't even really enjoying it because I was so single pointedly focused on trying to reach that point of ejaculatory orgasm. And I was missing everything that was happening before then. And so developing this this obsession around this very fleeting experience. And for a man, the ejaculatory orgasm is actually a very limited experience. It's very short lived. It's it's an explosion outward of your, your energy. And you feel exhausted after you have to recover, right? And in my teenage years, I became so addicted to this experience because it felt so good. And it became a way for me to release tension, to release stress, to release, you know, sexual uh, tension in my body. And most people get in this pattern. And what we start to do is develop this addictive pathway of releasing using, uh, literally exploding the life force out of our body to relieve ourselves in some way, right? And this becomes literally a habit of depletion every day, you're depleting your energy. And this starts to create all kinds of imbalanced relationship to sex and sexuality. Sex doesn't become about connecting with a person, it becomes, you know, how can I take this pleasure from this person and just kind of use their body to release my tension into. And so it creates this deep frustration, this deep dissatisfaction without sex. And I, I remember realizing or thinking, why is it that I can never really feel satisfied from sex? It's like uh, after I would have an ejaculatory orgasm, I felt very let down. It was like, oh, I feel like I'm, you know, I wanna do that again, but I can't because I was missing out on everything that was happening, right? All the potential that's happening so sex becomes this fleeting experience that leads to dissatisfaction and over time it leads to resentment maybe to your partner because you're like i feel like they're 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 taking my energy i'm losing attraction to them i need someone new so it just leads you on this downward spiral of never really f- finding fulfillment through sex again it just becomes this addictive cycle for men of uh that that black hole of depleting your energy so with sexual kung fu training, it's all about changing the dynamic of how you experience sex, how you experience orgasm, how the sexual energy moves in your body. It becomes no longer about this impulsive, addictive need to to scratch an itch, to to get a quick fix in something. It becomes about generating something. It becomes about generating energy, and the biggest shift for me was was realizing. That ejaculatory orgasm wasn't actually not something that was, was, was really that enjoyable. Once I started practicing sexual Kung Fu and experiencing these states of full body orgasm, these states of non-ejaculatory orgasm, which are highly energetic, very pleasurable, very expansive, it opened me up to a whole new world of experience. And experiencing that valley orgasm state, as it's commonly known, which is just this hovering in this state of just orgasm, right? Just this this, this pulsation through your body. It no longer becomes about something shooting outside of your body. It be, it becomes this experience of this inner resonance, the, this, the arousal building and starting to connect with the other energy centers, connecting with the energy of your heart, love, self-love, love for your partner. And you get into this powerful state of bliss. It's very blissful, obviously, right? And you don't want to lose that charge that you're building through that. This is the thing when for a man, when sex is all about lust, when it's all about just this animalistic kind of visual stimulation, this idea of body parts together, it it can only really result in an ejaculatory orgasm to feel satisfied because it's it's all the lower centers. It's lower energy centers. You don't have the rest of your body opened up. Your heart's not open to feel love. Your crown's not open to feel, you know, connection with your source. And it becomes this very low experience that you're never really satisfied through. So the shift in this is to make sex a more holistic, a more multidimensional experience involving your entire being, right? Opening up your heart to love, opening up your crown to universal connection and it creates this new pathway and it makes the inner the sexual energy so much lighter that you want to hold it in your body you don't feel uncomfortable with the feeling of arousal anymore most men are uncomfortable feeling aroused they have to do something about it they have to release it from their body but when you open up this upward flow of energy you can bring that sexual energy upwards you can hold on to that charge and ground it in your body hold on to it so you don't lose it at the end of sex You can exchange it with your partner to heal, to heal your partner, to heal yourself. And then you go out into the world after this type of sexual experience. And you have all this energy to create with, to to do your work with, to play with, whatever it is that you do, right? You have this, this powerful charge of energy. And so this is the new paradigm. This becomes a new paradigm where sexuality is a very integrated part of your being. It's something that heals you. It's something that gives you energy. It's something that drives you in your life and connects you to your loved ones. It no longer becomes this addictive, guilty, shameful thing that you do secretly. Right? And so it's dramatically life-changing to step into this experience of a more conscious experience of sex. For me, it was incredibly life changing because, again, I was very addicted to ejaculating every day and it wasn't really bringing me any fulfillment, any actual fulfillment. It was just this. It becomes just this unconscious pattern. It's like seven o'clock. I'm going to rub one off, you know, (laughs) and constantly living in that state of depletion it makes you seek other addictive outlets. It, it puts you on this downward spiral because you're empty from within. So you try to fill yourself desperately with these you know, quick fixes outside of yourself, but it only puts you further and further down on the spiral. Right. <clears throat> and when you get your sexual energy under control, when you get this thing into balance, you're not, you, you learn to fill yourself up from within cultivating that sexual energy, cultivating your, your cheat through daily practice, it charges you up, it makes you feel fulfilled. You start to feel like, wow, I have this this peace and this clarity and this this feeling of self-love from within and it radiates outward, you start to overflow with that and it dramatically changes you. And so for men, this takes training obviously because our sexual habits become very, very ingrained. They become completely unconscious. When you've been doing something every day in a certain way for years, it just becomes a habit. You don't think twice about it. It, it becomes automatic. You know, you build that, that, uh, those neural pathways in your brain. And so it requires training to do this. This is real, you know, the path of self-mastery and this is what sexual Kung Fu is all about. Kung Fu is skill, discipline, daily training. It's not easy. This is not an easy path to take, but, uh, it is the path of highest mastery. And to change your sexual habits is to completely change your vibration, to change the path that you're on your trajectory in life. Again, it's, it's going from depletion to abundance and this requires mind and body training because your nervous system, when you're stressed out, when you're constantly in fight or flight mode, it's hard for you to think clearly. It's, it's hard for you to have any space in your body to hold, you know, a higher level of, of energy of arousal. Most people are functioning right now in the fight or flight state. And so for men, you know, they, they think of an arousing thought, they see a sexual image and they can't hold that in their body. There's no space. There's no, they're too tense already. So they have to release that. They have to go masturbate and release that. And so when you start to open up your system. This is the huge, this is the big thing here. You know, sexual Kung Fu is all about foundations, foundational work to slowly, you know, over time, improve the amount of life force you can handle in your vessel, right? Because if you, if you start to bring in too much energy too quickly, you short circuit. So working with breath work, working with Qigong, working with meditation, learning to balance your mind is the most important thing because our thoughts tend to drive us you know in all these different places when you're looping all these thoughts of worry thoughts of lack thoughts of oh what's going to happen tomorrow um you're up in your head your energy is just leaking out of your head you're disconnected from your body you're in that stress you know adrenal firing fight or flight state and you're not really in a space to hold to hold abundance to hold high levels of energy, to hold clarity. So the most important thing is that you start to learn to balance your mind, calm your mind and doing body centric, you know, practices is very helpful for this. That's why I stress, you know, Qigong practices. Qigong is an amazing, amazing system of internal energy work where you learn to use simple movements and certain internal engagements to open up the energy channels of the body, to circulate your Chi, your life force through these energy channels, and that's, first of all, it starts to change the the patterns that you have, because our mental patterns, our emotional patterns, and our energy system are very much intertwined. So when you start to open up the channels, when you start to circulate your chi, you start to get all these blockages that you that you have, you start to wear them down and things break loose. It starts to flow. All of a sudden you're not stuck in old beliefs, old fears, old anxieties. you are clearing your vessel again. And so this gives you the ability as you start to do sexual Kung Fu practice, as you start doing Qigong, as you start doing breath work, you start doing meditation, you're going to find that your mind becomes a lot more clear. You become a lot more grounded. And this sets the stage for being able to change your sexual habits because it's difficult to just go straight into, you know, arouse sexual work and expect something to change because in the heat of the moment, you go back to your habits. But, by first of all, creating a new pathway in which your energy flows, opening up some space in the body so that your energy starts to flow in a harmonious way, like it did, you know, before you <laughs> took on all these traumas and and conditioning and rigidities, you know, of adulthood, it becomes much easier to change your sexual habits. So basically, you do the foundations, you open up the channels you're able to move your sexual energy in a different way. So you for men it's about reconnecting the genitals to the rest of the body. That's that's a natural connection to have internally, but through porn conditioning through, you know, the conditioning of society we cut off our genitals from our body so we only experience this outward flow of our sexual energy. And the benefits of this are that you gain so much more energy you're not leaking your energy through excessive thinking through you know poor sexual habits through addictive outlets you have so much more energy so much more vitality your sexual health improves because for men one of the, the the biggest drains of their vitality is excessive ejaculation so when you learn to have non-ejaculatory orgasms when you learn to cultivate your sexual energy and hold it in your body store that charge in your body instead of just wasting it you have so much more energy to work with this enhances your creativity it boosts your hormone levels, your testosterone increases. You have more ambition, more drive, more confidence to be who you truly are and to fulfill the mission that you're here to fulfill. This is what we really need right now is for people to, you know, stop just following the the kind of mass consciousness and to remember who we truly are. Remember that we all have our unique abilities. We all have our unique gifts and we're here to create in this world from our hearts, to create, you know, from inspiration and to stop just spreading fear and anxiety about the future. So this is the path of of sexual mastery is sexual Kung Fu. And the biggest change that happens is a whole new experience of sex, of orgasm, of sexuality. And sex becomes something that is deeply nourishing, deeply fulfilling. If you you have this, for me, once I started having sex that wasn't based around me ejaculating, it was incredibly just nourishing. It was incredibly intimate with my, my partner and I, and just for days afterwards, I just felt in this glow of, of amazing, just orgasmic energy versus feeling depleted. And then you're like, I need to do this again as soon as I can. And just this downward cycle. So it's very life-changing. And if you guys are interested in really going deep in this training, if you're new to this, if you want to learn the foundations and and what you actually need to do to to recirculate your sexual energy, to open up this pathway internally, to have non ejaculatory orgasms and overcome these you know old sexual habits, I have a free training tomorrow, Male Sexual Mastery Secrets. There's still some spaces to sign up for. It's it's completely free. It's live tomorrow, so check out on my YouTube channel, on this video in the description and in the chat. There's a link to sign up on Instagram. There's a link in my bio. Sign up for that. It's going live tomorrow. And i'm going to be covering how to overcome premature ejaculation you're going to learn exercises going to be you know we're going to be doing practices together you're going to learn how to breathe during sex to overcome premature ejaculation and last as long as you want you're going to learn how you can have orgasms without ejaculating how to circulate this sexual energy through your body to channel it into creating more abundance enhancing your creativity your health your focus your mental clarity so we're we're gonna be covering all these things tomorrow. So again, check that out, sign up through the link, Instagram, it's in my bio, YouTube, it's here in the video description. And with that, I'm going to get into the the Q&A section here. So feel free to send in, type in any questions you may have. Thanks everyone for joining, always good to see you guys. Okay, Sepe, sorry if I'm saying that wrong, says, I was wondering, I always go downstairs I live in an apartment to do my Zan exercises. Do you need to be on the ground or does it still work when you are higher up like an apartment building? Okay. So this is a, this is a Qigong practice. It doesn't really matter. I've done this practice, you know, on 10, 20 <laughs> stories up and I can still connect with the earth energy. I can still get grounded. It's usually, you know, it's best to be on the earth when you can, but if you can't, don't worry about it. You know where you can do this practice anywhere and connect with the earth Chi because it doesn't just exist on the physical ground the earth cheek extends far beyond the the physical you know ground itself so you can connect from it in an airplane really do marzo says what's the the propane i guess this meant proper what's the proper way to breathe while having sex join my my free class tomorrow and we're going to cover this directly Bengal vision says tips for beginners working on moving sexual energy out of pelvic area and up into spine. Again, join me tomorrow for the the free training because this is exactly what we're going to be covering. But basically it's about simply improving your feeling awareness. It's, you know, it's not a visualization. You're not like, okay, I see from my head, my body out here. And I'm like visualizing the energy moving. It's a feeling sense. You're feeling, you're bringing your mind into your body and sweeping your mind. And that's, you know, one of the keys to, Moving energy, circulating energy in your body is is really absorbing the mind into the body because the mind guides the chi. The mind guides the energy. So the more that you're you're the more you can bring your mind into your body to really fill it with your mind, the more you'll be able to to engage and work with your internal energy, and it just takes practice. John Mao, what's up, brother? B says, good to see you, bro. What is Dao Yin and do you practice it? Dao Yin is basically Taoist yoga. Um, I mean, it's a term that's included Qigong as well in the past. Qigong is actually a really relatively new term. It's only it's only been around for like hundred years, whereas Qigong exercise, you know, the practices we call qigong have been around for thousands of years. And Dao Yin is another kind of area of Taoist practice. And again, sometimes this actually means qigong practice, but usually Dao Yin is more yogic types of exercises. So it's more like kind of stretching uh, expanding the tissues, helping to open up the energy channels and just kind of getting the body into alignment. So Dalian practices are great. You know, I, I practice some Dalian exercises. Um, it's quite similar to yoga to, you know, Indian yoga. Um, but there, there's, there can be some differences, but yeah, Dalian's is great. It's another great, you know, uh, system practice. Okay, Megan says are you teaching SMTH regards tantra for man orgasms or is this different than tantra okay i'm I'm not entirely sure if I understand the question, but basically. Is what i'm teaching tantra it could certainly be considered tantra I mean you know tantra originally was a system basically a, a, a internal cultivation system, you know from Tibet and India and part of the system was sexual practices and kind of the modern times we associate tantra as meaning sex, yeah, meaning, you know, kind of like a spiritual sex or something like that. Um, but originally tantra was simply, you know, it's like saying yoga. It's like saying, you know, Tai Chi or something. It's, it's a whole system of cultivation. So there's aspects of tantra in what I teach, but what I teach is more leans a lot toward more towards the Taoist sexology, the Taoist sexual system, I would say. <clears throat> jimma exon design says i have a spontaneous kundalini awakening about a year ago since then my pelvic floor is always so tight it's like squeezing something maybe the energy actually it's very frustrating is it normal so this is likely connected to um excessive activity in basically the dumai the back channel the back of your body uh Also, probably the sympathetic nervous system is very active and kind of stuck. So that can cause a lot of pelvic tension. So what I recommend is really working with grounding practices, opening up the front channel, the Renmai, descending energy current, working with the Earth Chi, not doing any like really fiery, you know, energy setting practices, working more on like grounding, you know, body centric exercises. Qigong is great. Xian Zhuang specifically is really great for opening that ascending energy current and just practicing relaxation, you know, doing pelvic floor stretches, things like that. Check out my uh, uh, pelvic floor rehab video. I share some really great exercises for opening up the pelvic floor, but yeah, this is just really a tension response, probably overactive nervous system and things like that. Too much yang qi maybe, right? okay so yeah meg's question was do i teach tantra as energy vedic science yeah so not not i don't really teach a specific note so no specifically not really tantra as a system as a whole and again i incorporate parts of it i incorporate aspects of it but for me i i studied in both and for me personally i i like the Taoist system better it's just a bit more practical and uh body centric but you know uh there's a lot of people teaching tantra too it's it's great as well says just want to say thanks for all the info you put out brother yeah my pleasure alexandre says edging can be negative to the dopamine system this is a question um it depends i would say you know edging can be a number of different things right edging can be done in a number, a number of different ways and i've talked about this in several videos it can be done in a way that is you know overall not really beneficial to you but here's the thing the thing with dopamine you know talking about this if you're on a, you know you're on you're on a phone right now or a computer you're getting hits of dopamine probably similar to what you would be getting from most types of edging unless you're edging to porn that's going to really wreck and throw off your dopamine receptors but the thing is is yeah I, I would say it's comparable to that so my experience with this though has been that um again when we talk about edging what exactly do we mean here and i'm going to sh- share a few things on this so Again, there would be edging where you're like watching porn, you're getting really close to the edge, you're just tense and like just right on the edge of ejaculating constantly, but not ejaculating. That's probably going to, how it's going to affect your dopamine, mostly the porn, you know, but it's going to create a lot of unresolved tension in your body. Um, But edging in a way that it's more, we could say, you know, the sexual Kung Fu method of awareness strongly in your body you're breathing deeply you're definitely not watching porn you know not even really like using fantasy or visual imagery you're simply feeling and you're not actually going up like to right at the point of ejaculation you don't really want to stay you know I don't recommend being at like 99 percent very much if at all right I like to stay around 70 to 80 percent during sex or solo cultivation because the arousal it doesn't quite build up so much tension. You can, you can tend to build up a lot of tension in the pelvic floor. If you get too close to the edge too constantly and you'll probably get blue balls and things like that. And, um, I personally just, just feel like I have it's it's easiest for me to move the energy through my body when I'm at a lower, you know, slightly lower state of arousal than like, you know, 99.9%. So if you're edging right at 99.9%, I don't know, you know, it's difficult to say what it really does to your dopamine. I haven't really seen any actual studies on this. Right. Um, but again it's like if you spend time on a smartphone or computer you're you're wrecking your dopamine receptors as it is so it's like you know life life in the uh, this this day and age right but again my experience with this is that i didn't experience any like significant negative issues from uh basically having non-ejaculatory sexual experiences you know maybe if you're doing it like all day every day but you know everything in balance right Lamein <clears throat> says, I do your 20-minute Qigong practice. Can I add the Zianjuang also? You definitely can. In fact, I highly recommend it. Zhan Zhuang is really the, the 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 root of all Qigong practice. If you don't incorporate Zian Zhuang into your training, your Qigong development will be limited because Qigong comes out of Zhan it's 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 kind of the the operating system from which qi development comes from is the standing posture. If you don't know how to hold your body right, if you can't really sink the you know sink, align the spine, get everything in that state of Sung, then you're you're not going to be able to get that much qi going. Just it is what it is, right? So highly, highly recommend, yeah, doing the Zhanjuan also. So I would do the Zhanjuang first and then do your movement practice. You'll have much more Qi moving through your system. Zhuang is a, it's a, it's basic grounding Qigong practice that, you know, develops your energy system. It's incredibly powerful. It's my number one practice. I do it three to 40 minutes a day, every morning without fail. Ahan says, how can we find a dharmic partner, no need to be a soulmate, but a partner who helps us to develop? Well, I mean, first of all, you know, call it out, Uh, put it out there into your your daily manifestation practice, whatever it is you do, you know, see yourself, take out a piece of paper and write down the qualities you want in a partner and also ask yourself, do you, do you match those qualities? Do you embody, you know, some of those things as well? Are you a match to that, uh, those qualities? And then you can like, I don't know, make, you know, ritualistically like burn the paper, tear it up, whatever. Um, but, and see yourself, you know, every day you, you see yourself clearly like, like a manifestation practice. You see yourself with the person, just feel that you've already met them. You're, you're with them. Just feel, you know, the positivity of that, the emotion of that, how that feels, and then let go, right? But I mean, that, that's kind of the more yin side of things, right? But, Basically, probably it's like the type of person you'd want to be with, you want someone who's, you know, going to help you develop. So probably not someone you're going to meet at a bar, you know, so, so maybe someone in the, in a more conscious community area of life, whatever you, you would meet them in that situation. Um, I mean, just how do you meet anyone? You know, there's a lot of tools available, but social situations hang out with people, make friends, um, talk to people and, you know, allow it, allow it to develop. <laughs> I don't know if that's helpful. Hopefully. Sweet. Says, do you consume seed oils? No, I do not. Um, I haven't been on seed oils for a while. Jim Axon Design says thank you so much what do you recommend also to deal with the involuntary kundalini awakening well i think i already you know mentioned a lot of things would be helpful grounding is number 1 descending energy <laughs> opening up the front channel microcosmic orbits very helpful because it, it creates you know often you know kundalini experience is just all this energy going up it's going up it's going up and it can kind of dry up your kidneys your grounding your your spleen stomach energy earth energy so the antidote to that is Again, descending energy. So opening up the front channel, relaxation, sinking the chi. Xian practice is amazing for this. Uh, it it got me out of some kind of Kundalini psychosis I was experiencing uh, almost ten years ago. You can also work with like an acupuncture or some or, or something like that. Manish says, have you do you have any advice for muscular tension and chronic fatigue, trying to live the retention life day five, but struggling to recover for training and stress due to work? So tension and chronic fatigue, again, this is, you know, super overly active, sympathetic nervous system stuck in fight or flight, kidney depletion, adrenal depletion as well. So rebuilding your kidney adrenal energy is gonna be one of the most important things. So, you know, no stimulants, no caffeine, more rest relaxation reducing stress from your life as much as you possibly can you know uh spend time in nature go for like walks out in nature every day breathing fresh air lay on the you know if you can like 20 minutes a day just like lay on the ground and just relax like especially you know it'd be best to do it like outside under a tree or something just relaxing the kidneys need you know rest nourishment um there's herbs that will help rebuild your kidney system um depending where you live you may be able to find uh a kidney yin formula in Chinese medicine is going to be support supportive for the kidneys. You can do a little research on that. in rest, proper diet, exercise, not over, you know, not super intense exercise if you're already experiencing fatigue, but qigong is really, really helpful. Meditation. Um, check out my and breathing video. That'll help you kind of build some core energy. And you know, hopefully that's helpful. As far as muscular tension, just you know, practicing relaxation and also relaxing your mind. Uh, learning to quiet your mind because often when we're stressed out our you know adrenals are burned up it's we have a lot of mental activity too much mental activity overthinking over worrying so practicing meditation quieting your mind learning to to calm the mind down and be more in your body i think will help to uh, support this i hope that's helpful I am infinite being says, can you heal your body from an illness or injuries with this practice? It's a good question. And you know, I can't, I can't <laughs> share any, you know, say anything as like medical advice or anything like that. But um, it, these practices definitely support your immune system, definitely support your body's ability to recover quickly. Um, I've had a lot of people who've you know, gone through my program, gone through multi man and talk about like healing Illnesses or injuries they had very, very quickly by working with the sexual energy, you know, like bringing the sexual energy to that area. And, you know, I've experienced personally very quickly recovering from, I mean, I haven't really had any illnesses, major illnesses. Um, I very rarely get sick. And if I do, it's extremely mild. Um, I had an injury. Well, I I tore a muscle a couple years ago. I was skiing and took a bad fall. Thought I broke my shoulder. I couldn't even move my arm. But within like a week, it was just fine. Like nothing had ever happened. So I I think that it definitely supports your body's healing process and definitely supports your immune system because the biggest toll on our immune system is excess stress, um, depletion for men through excessive ejaculation, depletion through too much thinking, worrying, you know, uh, scattering our energy in various ways. And when you get that under control, which these practices really help you do, you're going to be healthier. You're going to have more energy. Your immune system is going to function more efficiently. Sweet Alice says, "What, what are your thoughts of where you are now versus five years ago? Five years ago was 2017. A lot has changed. Although, you know, my practice has developed tremendously. I would say one of the biggest things is back then it was still like, as far as my practice, it was like, okay, this teacher said this thing, so it's true. And, you know, I don't really, you know, they say this, so it's true, right? Um, Whereas now I'm a lot, you know, become a lot more intuitive. And because my practice has developed to where I, I can really feel what's happening, like I feel what the practice is doing. I feel the channels that are being opened. I feel the energy that's doing. I'm like, okay, I do this, it does this. But this teacher says that it shouldn't. So whatever, you know, uh, more, it, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of different areas I could talk about as well as change. But, but I think most relevant is in the practice and that I've been able to kind of develop things in a way, as to what works for me, because, um, again, before it was just like I was just following instructions, like okay, they say do this, I do this, but but as my energies become very very sensitive, as it's, you know, my my dantians tr- develop tremendously. I have you know my 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 chi development, <clears throat> my chi developments tremendously developed. I really feel and can like play with different things, and so I make little adjustments and I practice. I'm like, yeah, if I do this, it feels more and energized, And I really did, you know, I started developing the sexual techniques in a different direction than what I was doing back then. Back then I was just following kind of the, the typical, you know, squeeze the perineum, bring the energy up, all that stuff. You know, the, the, the tension based kind of forceful movement of, of sexual energy. And um, again, because the developments of my own practice, I learned how to more effortlessly move the sexual energy, just using my mind. Don't. And, and I completely left out the like, Squeezing the pelvic floor because that can cause a lot of imbalances. Um, I don't. I don't want to go on this 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 too far, but there's definitely you know. I mean, <laughs> in 2017, I was I was teaching guitar to kids. I was I was working at a, a music academy, and I was just you know barely making enough to pay rent, barely scraping by. I mean, I was happy to, to you know just be doing that. I didn't really care. But now I'm you know I have a successful business, and I'm kind of living a life I didn't really know it was possible back then right so a lot has changed basically i'm a i'm a dramatically different person than i was back then Daniel, Daniel Magana says, what do you think about sauna use? Uh, It can be beneficial. You know, uh, it's very good for detoxing. I have an infrared sauna I'll use, you know, sometimes I'll use it a lot. Sometimes it's not not as much, but saunas are amazing for detoxing. Like one of the most efficient ways to detox your body is to sweat. You release uh, toxins through sweat. So sauna is amazing for that. However, too much heat on the testicles can kill your sperm and and you know cause some issues with that so what i found to be the remedy for this is i bring an ice pack in and put it on my balls when i'm doing a sauna that way my balls stay cool the rest of my body's sweating profusely so boom solves the problem of that right yeah i think sauna is amazing just you know stay hydrated obviously Also take, if you're going to use a sauna, takes something that pull, because your your small intestine actually detoxes when you're saunaing as well. So you want to take something that will pull that out. Charcoal's good, but charcoal can absorb other, you know, things you might be taking. So uh, chlorella, chlorella, which is an algae, you take that before you use a sauna, it'll help detox your small intestine as well. Seahorse says, is doing Kegels really overrated? Yes, doing Kegels is actually a terrible idea for a lot of men because the pelvic floor is a complex group of muscles and it connects to other areas of the body and when you're doing keels, you're isolating just a very small portion of the pelvic floor muscles and what happens is you develop imbalances in the system it's like it's like going to the gym just to do bicep curls and not doing anything else like you're gonna have imbalances right <clears throat> and what what typically happens for men is that um, they develop these hypertension patterns in their pelvic floor most men already have two tenths of a pelvic floor and doing kegels on top of that makes the problem worse. And this results in premature ejaculation. You'll notice when you're having sex or masturbating, whatever, squeeze your pelvic floor. It makes you more sensitive and gets you closer to the point of ejaculating. Yes, you can squeeze to avoid ejaculating because it closes off the tubes, but overall it's, you know, not supportive of the goal of ejaculation control. Once I started focusing on relaxation and reverse kegels, it was a huge game changer for me. I was like, why have I been doing Kegels all along? You know, it caused a lot of issues for me actually. And I, I, if you have that involuntary contraction where your penis is being stimulated and you contract in response, you know, that causes premature ejaculation and limits your ability to have non-ejaculatory orgasms. It can also over time make your erections worse because when you have this chronic tension in your pelvic floor from, you know, just overactive nervous system or too many Kegels that the muscles are constantly squeezing. So they're pulling blood into them and pulling blood out of your penis. So it can cause erection issues over, over time, which I was also starting to experience when I was transitioning out of doing Kegels. So I think if you're going to do Kegels, I would focus, I would stress a lot more emphasis on reverse Kegels and pelvic floor relaxation, but I completely stopped doing Kegels, you know, I think like half a year ago and it was actually extremely beneficial for me. Thank you, Sarah, Nicole, I appreciate that. Okay, uh, offense through says, how would you describe masculinity? Um, I mean, I mean, that's this kind of a, (laughs) overall masculinity is, you know, it's it's the the young nature. It is expansiveness, it is strength, Um, leadership, drive you know drive ambition um but all, to me to me uh i mean maybe more accurate thing is like what do i see as like masculinity like my ideal personal qualities that i see as masculinity because you know it's kind of a vague question but again a man who is not afraid to be himself not going no not not like dressing to please others you know making sure he looks a certain way to please others saying things just the right way to please others but just you know boldly himself his unique self going on his own path not just following what others tell him to do but going his own way and you know basically becoming a leader in this world um being strong being bold being truthful and also being centered in the heart it's not about an ego trip it's not about a like oh i have to you know be the most tough dominate everyone else it's not about this like ego trip which which it often can become right um, it's about being strong, but not having to prove it, I would say. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, having self-control, I think that's the biggest thing is self-control, not being a needy person, trying to like take things, you know, in a relationship, not trying to like guilt trip your partner into getting things from them, <clears throat> things like that. Right. <clears throat> but being bold to yourself, being, being strong and and truthful and, and heart centered, you know, I, uh, that's. I guess some things I would say about masculinity I don't know for me for me it's it's some things I'm I'm actually not a great person with words you know it's interesting so something that's hard for me to put into words but uh yeah but again self-mastery I think is the biggest thing uh For a masculine man, because when you can, you know, self mastery is, is controlling your mind, controlling your thoughts, controlling your words, not just, you know, being reactive to everything that's happening, not just getting pissed off and trying to fight. (laughs) You create violence around you Um, being strong and peaceful, but not docile, not afraid to, you know, defend yourself, not afraid to protect yourself and your loved ones, not afraid to stand up for what's right in your world. not being you know impulsively addicted to to ejaculation every time you have sex (laughs) mtl says have you ever have you experienced any open contact open contact you're talking about like aliens (laughs) um no but i've seen a lot of very interesting things in the sky i will say that b says do you do the microcosmic orbit before or after qigong usually after usually i do my standing practice before my sitting practice um Cause my standing practice is really easy for me to just get like charged up pretty quickly, you know, and after I do, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, Qigong, I sit down, do my sitting practice. I'm already lit up. And then it's just like, you know, ne gong moving energy around internally. See, so yeah, I like to do the microcosmic orbit after Qigong generally. Dr. Trevino says, definitely think it can heal. I have ulcerative colitis. Since practicing your teachings, I started feeling better and have been in remission for the longest time so far and feel healthier than ever. Well, that's a great, you know, testimonial for the, the power of this work. Again, um, when you get your mind and body <laughs> balanced, you get your energy flow balanced, you're healthier. I mean, this is what Chinese medicine is based on is clearing blockages, clearing deficiencies, excesses, yin yang balance, five element balance, which, you know, happens when you do this practice. So that's great to hear Derek grad that you got such tangible healing from the practices. Seahorse says there should be more people like you who do this really get a whole better understanding of your own body, especially for men. Thank you. Yes. I mean, this is what the world needs. Um, as men become of age, you know, As (laughs) as <laughs> impulsive, uh, sex is an addictive thing. Masturbation is an addictive thing, you know, driven by our animalistic impulses. So learning how to get this force under control so that's no longer driving us to do weird things is one of the greatest things you can do to gain mastery over every other areas of your life. Because most often your sexual energy is sabotaging areas of your life when you don't realize it, right? And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing this sexual Kung fu's because I think this is the most important work that anyone can be doing. Mick Mick Nall says, what is it like to work in the tantric industry as a male? How did you start? Well, it's, you know, working in the tantric industry, (laughs) that's an interesting vernacular on it. Um, I just, you know, I share, I teach sexual practices, you know, I teach what I've learned. I teach what I've studied from the many systems I've studied with. And I, that's what I share. Um, It's great. You know, uh, I'm very passionate about this because I experienced so much transformation, so much healing. I mean, my life completely changed when I started doing these practices. And again, as I was, as I was just saying, I, I think that this work is one of the most important things anyone could do. If everyone in the world was practicing this, we would be in a very different place. That's why, you know, that's why I do it. And I started by the first thing I did was I created a YouTube channel. You know, I was at an uh, in-depth retreat in 2017 when I became certified as an instructor in the healing dial system. And I was like, I just had this very clear vision of like, wow, like people in the world need to know this. Like there's not a lot of people really sharing this. And this is extremely important. And I went home and within, you know, a couple months, I created my YouTube channel to started making videos about stuff. And You know, it went from there. I started creating courses and things like that afterwards. But that's how it started for me. sarah nicole says could you explain unbalance between yin tan and a couple i i'm guessing you're saying are you saying unbalance unbalances between yin and yang and a couple but yeah you know every relationship is based on yin and yang um generally one partner is more yin one partner is more yang but there's often different ways that there's different aspects of yin-yang dynamics, like maybe, you know, maybe in the bedroom, one partner's more yin, one's more yang. Uh, in in business life, one partner, you know, it's going to, it's going to vary, but usually there, you know, well, definitely there needs to be a strong degree of polarity in a relationship um, or else the relationship dries up because all attraction is based on polarity. Polarity is magnetism, polarity is, you know, opposites, attracting, right? And so... <clears throat> yin-yang becoming unbalanced maybe you know both partners are stuck in their masculine both partners are like trying to control each other and and organize everything so usually it works better when someone's a bit more you know maybe someone's organizing everything the other person's like okay you know or or definitely in the bedroom someone's more in charge someone's more leading like uh, you know generally i would say the man (laughs) the the masculine in the bedroom is he's like okay baby like you just lay back surrender. Like I got this, you know, I'm strong. I've got you. I'm taking charge. Like, you know, it's okay for you to surrender. Right. So it's it's the trust, but also the strength and the um, ability to create a safe space for the feminine to surrender and receive and uh, let go. You know, if if women can't surrender and let go, they usually have a difficult time having orgasm because maybe they feel unsafe because partners in the past used them. Uh, They forced themselves into their bodies, things like this. Right. So you know, creating strong polarity. Um, Unbalanced yin and yang, maybe, you know, again, uh, one partner is trying to control the other partner completely um, or has, you know, zero, no intimacy. They're just very disconnected, very uh, uh, withdrawn. You know, there's a lot of of aspects on it. Hopefully hopefully some of that is clear and helpful. (laughs) Daniel Magana says, what kind of food diet do you follow? Uh, nothing too crazy. Not like, you know, basically I do right now, I'm doing f- fairly low carb, not like keto level, but I don't do a ton of like grains or uh, I don't do any like ref- refined carbohydrates. I don't do a ton of fruit, but I do some fruit, um, lots of fats, lots of protein. You know, I do animal product, uh, pasture raised animal products. I, I I get them from like a local farm that, you know, animals are raised humanely. They live better lives than most humans. Um, been doing a lot of organ meats recently, really good for the gene, but also in the spring I eat a bit lighter in the spring. So I've been doing doing a bit of liver support because the the spring is the season of the liver it starts to wake up and often wants to detox itself. So, you know, I'm doing uh, lemon juice and celery juice in the morning, more greens. I've been doing a lot of dandelion root dandelion grows where I live. So I've been picking it, eating the leaves, making tea with the, the roots really amazing for the spleen stomach you know, um, high protein, high fat, organic, you know, nothing, I'm not like keto or vegan or carnivore or anything like that. But, you know, it's important that I I feel like I say this every time, every, every live this comes up that everyone has a unique body type and you want to learn to eat what is right for your body. And that's going to vary. So becoming sensitive to what is actually serving your body versus just eating from your head because you read an article why this diet is superior, you know? MTL says 5D versus 3D gaps become more and more larger. Any comments? I mean, I, I know this, these these terms get thrown around a lot. I don't really use them myself, but I mean, maybe what you're referring to is like a divergence of timelines where <laughs> there's a very, you know, we're, we're going on these different timelines splitting, right? There's like the doomsday people and the like, <laughs> basically it's, it's like, People getting pulled and stuck into the lower vibration reality are going this way. People who are a little more positive and like, you know what, I'm sick of all the bullshit. Let's 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 have fun and party, you know, in a positive way or going this way. And maybe that's what you're talking about. And yeah, there's definitely a divergence of timelines, which is why I'm always saying focus on what you want. Focus on what inspires you and excites you. Don't focus on what creates fear and anxiety for you because you're just going to pull more of, the, more of that into your life. Holding that in your field, you're going to attract it. So, you know, become what it is you want to see in your life and i've been very much you know (laughs) experiencing that in an amplification the past couple years i've noticed as i am tuned more into the mass mass consciousness i feel very weird it's like it just feels weird right and and as i separate themselves myself from that which i've been getting very good at life feels great everything feels amazing the world feels great so yeah just (laughs) be mindful of what you're focusing on what you're you're creating from your focus Fisher KC says, Qigong is the real deal. It definitely is. Qigong is amazing. Doing it every day for eight years now. B says, everything you teach has changed my life so much. Thank you. Glad to hear that. What are your hobbies? My hobbies. um, I like to play music. I'm a musician. I used to be a full-time musician, but now it's a hobby. Uh, I like to play outside, you know, go get out in nature and ride my bike around, go hike in the hills, um, pretty much anything outdoors. Um, sexual Kung Fu, Qigong, Tai Chi, internal martial arts, meditation. Those are my hobbies. I'm sure there's other, there's a lot of other things I do, um, that I'm not really thinking about right now. I like to travel, you know, I like to explore, just be really beautiful areas of the world. I like to study, I like to learn new things and and develop my knowledge and my, uh, more importantly, my embodiment of, of various wisdom of the past and present. Daniel Magana says, do you drink alcohol? No, I do not drink alcohol. I haven't touched alcohol in, uh, it's been a while. It's been like seven or eight years now. Um, alcohol does absolutely nothing good for me. It is a vile poison in my opinion, and I will probably never, ever have it again. Stephen pdx says what day of the week are weekly lessons for the multi-organic man course released uh it is based on when you join the course right it's a drip feed so each when you join the course every week a new module unlocks so it depends on when you join everything's pre-recorded there's there's the live calls with me as well but uh, overall the course is pre-recorded you join and everything unlocks for you one week at a time so you're through the course there's a lot in there Mm-hmm. <clears throat> MTL says serious med bed, any comments? Um, I'm not entirely sure what that is. I know I've heard a lot about, you know, the supposed med beds. Um, I'm sure the technology is there, but are we going to see it? I don't know. You know, um, I know there's a lot of this kind of, um, these promises of things that are coming that, you know, are they really coming or do we have to create them ourselves? Right. So I, I don't, I don't really know what to say about this. Um, Maybe we'll have med beds, maybe we won't, it'd be nice, but you know, you don't need a med bed if you know how to balance your energy, cultivate your chi and, you know, use your internal technology, which your, your body really is. Unlocking that to the deepest level is really my focus. manual Keto says, would you recommend unblocking body chakra or let it unblock on its, on its own time? Um, I mean, I'm a very hands-on, you know, (laughs) make things happen type of person. So if I have a blockage in my system, I want to resolve it as, as quickly as possible. this is really, you know, it's like, is it really going to resolve on its own? Not if you keep doing the same things you've been doing, not if you keep, you know, uh, repeating the things you've been doing, if you don't deal with it, it's, it's probably not going to go away. Right. So that's why I love Qigong specifically is it's a very tangible hands-on practice where you're working with your own energy and you're, you know, eroding blockages over time slowly. It's, it's usually not something that happens like the first time you do the practice or whatever, but this whole thing with Qigong is it's a water system. It slowly wears down these blockages over time, kind of a more balanced way, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I've, I've dramatically transformed. Um, but yeah, this is the path of internal alchemy is you're speeding up your own evolution. You're speeding up the changes that occur in your mind and your body, which would may other take, you know, otherwise take 20 years of living life. You can do it in a year or two of internal alchemy, right? So I'm all about getting your system into equilibrium as quickly and efficiently as possible. Daniel Magana says, when did you first experience premature ejaculation? Uh, When I was about 19, 18 years old, you know, one of my first sexual relationships. Um, I mean, I just didn't last super long. I probably could have lasted longer. It just wasn't really like a thought. It was just like, okay, I feel like I'm going to ejaculate. Therefore, I will, right? Does that qualify as premature ejaculation? I mean, I I would say it kind of does because you're just allowing it to happen so quickly. But there's definitely times where. I would just ejaculate right away. And I noticed it's what if, if I was drinking alcohol, it would happen. Like, I remember one day I came home from work, I like drank a beer. Then my girlfriend came over and like, I ejaculated like immediately. and It was was very embarrassing. I was like, okay, well clearly, you know, drinking a beer for sex isn't a good idea. And like like I said before, I haven't touched alcohol in seven years because I think it's, it's awful. So um, yeah. And then, you know, uh, it really was that I was in the pattern of just not really, it didn't, I didn't understand why no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't understand, but I just didn't have really like, it wasn't a thought in my mind <clears throat> to be like, I need to last as long as I can. I just kind of like, when I felt like I was going to ejaculate, I just went for it because it just felt like, like, oh yeah, I want to ejaculate now. And kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of this video, oh, about to lose my Instagram feed. I'll pull it back up. Um, At the beginning of this video, just that, you know, as men, we often become so focused on ejaculating during sex that we just go for it as soon as we can. Right. And that creates this pattern of premature ejaculation. And so I noticed after, you know, after a while that it was actually yeah, it was difficult for me to last longer because I was so ingrained in this pattern of of quickly ejaculating. Give me one second guys. on instagram is sexual kung fu just look up sexual kung fu you'll find me it's like sexual dot kung fu one word together there again guys i'm teaching my free class tomorrow male sexual mastery secrets gonna be going over how to orgasm without ejaculating how to overcome premature ejaculation how to set channel your sexual energy through your body and into your life to create abundance, to enhance your, your health, your, your energy levels, your focus, your clarity, uh, sign up through the link in the description. It's going to be really awesome. I'm excited for it. Um, I've heard from a lot of you know people who've taken it in the past. It was life changing. So i will be dropping a lot of information, a lot of practice on it. So make sure you join. Well, I think we got through all the questions. That's great. It doesn't always happen. Thanks everyone for joining. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. And again, join me tomorrow. Same time as I went live today. uh, 3, 3 p.m. Pacific is my free training tomorrow. And I will see you guys there. Take care. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast. Make sure you grab my free ejaculation control guide in the description and follow Sexual Kung Fu on Instagram and YouTube.